0: <ترجمة> <تصفيق> الحمد لله، الحمد لله وكفى الصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين استفأ. أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. بلا, <أسلام> <مؤمن> الرحيم> <بلا أسلم وجهه لله وهو محسن فله أجره عند ربه ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون. قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أملك عليك لسانك وليسعك بيتك وابكي على خطيئتك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. i respected suspected, all kiram brothers and elders. No matter how much we Express our gratitude and our shukr to Allah Ta'ala for His namas and bounties. We cannot express enough shukr for even one fraction of what Allah Ta'ala has showered upon us. And among the innumerable bounties and favors of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala has allowed us to be in His house, allowed us to be those of us who are here in Atikaaf, despite being totally undeserving of these ni'mets and bounties, purely out of His grace, out of His mercy, out of His favor, Allah has allowed us to be here. So this is something that we should be conscious of. This is the aspect of shukar. That when a person makes sugar for some bounty, unfortunately, sometimes our concept of sugar is that even in that sugar, it's as if we have done Allah ta'ala a favor. Whereas in sugar, the very essential ingredient in that sugar must be the consciousness of the fact that I did not deserve this. What Allah ta'ala blessed me with is purely his favor despite me not deserving it. Actually I deserved the total opposite. Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with wealth Then what my conduct is I was actually deserving that I shouldn't be given anything. Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with health, how I've used that health against Allah Ta'ala's commands. I was deserving actually that I should be the most ill person and laid out without the ability to do anything. So with this consciousness, that I am definitely most undeserving, with that consciousness to make shukar of Allah, that is an essential ingredient of shukar in reality. Otherwise sometimes we make shukar, but with this in the back of the mind, that well, I did deserve this, oh well, this is what I was entitled to in any case. So like the other things, more than that, is these na'mats of deen, what condition and where are we. If somebody we have the slightest bit of issue with him, we don't want him in our house. We are slightly upset with somebody, we will avoid, in whatever way we can, avoid inviting him to our function, inviting him into our home, whatever else we can do to try and just be out of his way and keep him out of our way. Now if you consider in the light of that, this is our way how we would handle somebody. How have we responded to Allah Ta'ala's commands and yet despite all our weaknesses, our shortcomings, our sins, our faults and whatever else goes with it, Allah Ta'ala has not just invited us into his home, has allowed us to now decide to be here Constantly for a period of time. This is Allah Ta'ala's great ni'mat and favor. So la in shakartum la The more we will express gratitude in reality from the depths of our heart. But ya Allah this is only your favor. But then the other part of this ni'mat is to use it for what Allah Ta'ala has blessed us this, this favor for. The real shukar is that something is used for the purpose it has been given. Somebody gives us a beautiful shawl, we say jazakallah verbally, and then we take it and start shining our shoes with it. That will be a great insult. So all the verbal shukar was very good, alhamdulillah, that too is a requirement. But if the practical shukar is not in conformance to the verbal shukar, then it will pour water over the verbal shukar also. (laughs) Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Allah ta'ala fazal especially those of us who have made the niyat of atikaf, whether we are in sunnat Atikaf, whether we are in nafil Atikaf. and if somebody is not in atikaf as such, but this applies to one and all, more so to those in atikaf, and it applies in general to everybody. The first thing, as we said, is that we need to use this opportunity for what Allah ta'ala has blessed us in, this opportunity with. What is the purpose of this? In Atikaf, a person has confined himself. He has confined himself in a very, very restricted space. So there is some purpose behind this restriction. Many have commitments back at home. Somebody had some work which they put aside. Somebody had some other important to attend to, they said, well after Ramadan now, people put aside some things, move things back and forth and came and confined ourselves to a very very restricted space in the house of Allah Ta'ala. So there has to be some object for this, there has to be some purpose, what is the purpose, why have we come? Not necessarily why we have come here, but why have we come to the house of Allah Ta'ala? Why have we decided to make a'tikaf? Is there something that we are aiming for, something that we are aspiring for? Is there some objective? So unfortunately sometimes, because of a lack of intention for an objective, we do many things, but we don't get the objective. Whatever we will do, alhamdulillah, that too is something to be appreciated, that too is something which is a gift from Allah Ta'ala, that a person gets a tawfiq of saying one subhanallah. That one subhanallah also cannot come out without Allah Ta'ala's tawfiq But, إِنَّمَ bin niyat, Among the various explanations of this is, one of the explanations included among the various other aspects, is that a person will get what he has intended obviously that intention will decide whether that action will be acceptable or not. If that intention is solely for Allah, Taala, then it will be acceptable, otherwise not. Together with that, and over and above that, he'll get what he has intended. If a person hasn't made the intention of an objective, what is my purpose, what is my objective, where am I heading to? Then how is it going to be possible that we get somewhere? So what is our objective? What is our purpose? Why did we come into the house of Allah Ta'ala? Why did we decide to make ahtikaf? So the simple objective is to gain Allah Ta'ala. To gain the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. To gain that sifat and quality, that attribute of ihsan. The jibreel salatu wasalam came once in human form. Very famous hadith. Haditha Jibreel and he came and sat in front of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then he asked various questions like a student asks a teacher questions and one of the questions he asked Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was Mal Ihsan and the sequence in which he asked it first he asked what is Islam and then he asked what is Iman and then he asked, what is Ihsan? And in this sequence, what is very, very evident is, that this now is that stepping stone, or the ladder. And Ihsan is the pinnacle. And a person now has to climb this ladder to reach this Ihsan. And what is this Ihsan? So Nabi ﷺ replied and said, Anta that you worship Allah ta'ala in such a way as if you can see Allah ta'ala. So now somebody might immediately pose the objection that how can I do this when I have never, not seen Allah ta'ala? And it's not possible for me to see Allah ta'ala in this dunya. So the reply to that is in the next part of it. That the real thing is for you to do is, فَإِلَّمْ تَكُنْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكُ Even though you cannot see Allah ta'ala, that is not the issue. The issue is that Allah Ta'ala is seeing you all the time. So if Allah Ta'ala is watching you all the time, then everything that you do should be governed by this consciousness. If you are going to speak something, then with this consciousness that Allah Ta'ala is aware, Allah Ta'ala is watching. If you are going to look somewhere, then with this consciousness, Allah is aware. If you are going to go somewhere, with this consciousness, Allah Taala is aware. Allah Taala is watching. Anything that you think, then every thought also with this consciousness, Allah Taala knows what's passing through my heart and mind. Ya ala al a'yun wa ma tuhfis sudur. Allah Taala knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals. Nobody else can see that. Our parents can't see it. Our ustads can't see it. Our mashayikh can't see it our children can't see it, people sitting next to us can't see it, somebody wearing the most powerful glasses can't see it, but Allah Taala can see what thought is going through this person's mind, what fantasies he is cooking up in his heart, Allah Taala is aware. So that thought also with the consciousness of Allah, Ta'ala. Allah Taala knows what is going in my heart. Now this consciousness is what we have come to take. So we have to make the... Conscious intention for this consciousness. Allah, I have come in your house out of your grace, out of your mercy. You made this possible. Allah, I have come to acquire your consciousness. That my every movement, my every word, my every action, my every deed, my every thought must be with the consciousness that you are aware of it and you can take me to task for it in that very moment so this is the objective this is the purpose this is the goal so the first thing is the intention for this objective many a times we lose out great benefits simply because we don't make the intention for it in the hadith sharif nabi sallallahu says niyatul mu'min khairum min amali the niyat of a mu'min is better than his action as well because by the time the action comes, maybe he might not even do the action. Maybe he does it and it gets left halfway. Maybe he does it and in between his, something else got carried him away, he started doing it for the wrong reason. But if he made a sincere intention at the beginning, he'll get rewarded for that. Person leaves home for the masjid. He just leaves empty minded, blank. But if he made the intention, I'm going for salah. If there is some Dini gathering taking place, I will attend that. I will meet my Muslim brothers, I'll make salaam to them. I'll get the tawfiq of making nafala'a So he made all these intentions, maybe some things might not even happen. Maybe he just didn't pass anybody. He came in first and he left last. So he didn't meet anyone. But he got that sawab and the reward of that intention he made. So this requires training our mind to make those intentions. So in any case, right now the thing that is required of us is to make this formal conscious intention. I've come for this object, for this purpose. Now anything that a person wants to make the intention, but merely making the intention this is the world of means you have to adopt the means, you have to undertake the process. One person came to one Buzrug, and he says, make dua that Allah Ta'ala blesses me with children. He made dua for him. So he has the intention also, he is making dua also, asking others to make dua. After some time again he came, he said, make dua, Allah Ta'ala bless me with children. After two, three times he came, one day by chance that person asked him that, are you married? He says, no, I didn't get married yet. So this was, perhaps he was waiting for some karamat, some children to fall from the sky. So Allah Ta'ala has made this place, this world, a place of means. The intention, mashallah, is very noble. We have all already made this intention in our hearts. But with the intention, we have to do the action as well. There's a process, there's a way, there's a procedure. Allah Ta'ala's Fazal, we have taken one step into that procedure. That in this point in time, we have decided, those of us who have come for Atikaaf, we have decided to now seclude ourselves. And this is what اعتقاف is all about, seclusion. That in this seclusion, as we said, we came and restricted ourselves to a very, very confined space. Why? What is the purpose of doing this? That a person now has cut himself from the outside world. So that nothing must now distract him in this period of time that he has dedicated for Allah, to acquire Allah. Allah. So he is now restricted. If he moves out of that boundary without a valid reason to go to the toilet to make voodoo, he is at a careful break. So now no matter what is going on in his business, he is in this, this confined space. What is going on at home, he is in this confined space. What is going on in the outside world, he is here. And the object of this seclusion is to gather one's thoughts. And to bring this singularity of thought in the heart and mind. Allah and Allah alone. This Ihsan, this is actually, اِيَّاكَ wa iyaka nastaeen. This is the Ihsan. The aspect of Ihsan is linked to this. Ya Allah, you alone do we worship nobody and nothing else. We don't worship our nafs. We don't worship shaitan. We don't worship our desires. We don't worship anybody and anything. Ya Allah, we worship you alone. Totally cutting ourselves from anyone and everyone, and anything and everything else. But Allah. And Iyyaka nasta'een. Ya Allah, you alone do we seek assistance from. Everyone and everything else we have secluded ourselves from. So now we've come away from the outside world into this secluded space, into this restricted space for the purpose of seclusion. So that our heart and mind now, it's easy for us to gather our thoughts, to keep ourselves focused and keep ourselves away from all the things that distract us and make it difficult for us to focus towards attaining the objective. So now that we have come into the house of Allah Ta'ala, we have secluded ourselves to a point now the important thing is to take the next step and to fulfill the requirements of that seclusion inside the house of Allah one is we secluded ourselves from outside in the masjid itself if a person hasn't secluded himself inside then he can be just as distracted as somebody outside and this is summed up in one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam of how we should be conducting our time in the masjid in atikaf. This is for any time in any way, but this is very very apt and very very applicable to a معتقف, a person in the masjid making atikaf. Had Ubab bin Amr radhiyallahu taalaan came to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he inquired man najat what is the way to gain najat salvation safety had the mufti mahmud Sahib in every aitikaf without fail he would give a bayan on this subject on this hadith sharif he would say this is as if that this is for the mutakif himself though the meaning and the application is general so he asked a very very big question what is the guarantee to be safe how does one gain safety from all the fitna, all the trials and tribulations out there? So Nabi Salaam gave him three things. First thing he said to him, "Amlik عَلَيْكَ lisanak," That control your tongue. This is the very very difficult thing. So, rahmatullah when giving this talk, he would say, Whatever you want to eat, how much you want to eat, eat. Because eating has a natural limit. No matter what a person's, as they say sometimes, that the person's eyes are bigger than his stomach. The eyes are very small, but the eyes become bigger than the stomach. So, despite the eyes getting bigger than the stomach also, then too there's still a natural limit. A point comes when a person says, I've had enough now, I cannot have any more. Though to overeat is harmful in every sense. But in any case, a person cannot eat beyond a certain point. He says, jitna sona ho solo. How much you want to sleep, also sleep. There's a natural limit to that as well. person tries to sleep past that limit too, he can't sleep. Point will come when he will not get that sleep now, because he overslept. But there is something which is, there is no limit to it, unless a person himself puts the limit to it. There is no break to it until he himself pulls the break. And that is the tongue, talking. Eating, sleeping, there is a natural limit. Talking, that can carry on sometimes, like, Other things, now everything else, people talk about 24-7. If a person didn't have to fall asleep, perhaps talking might carry on 24-7. But this is the issue that then destroys this seclusion. Now part of Aitakaaf, it is not an ibadat to remain silent. In fact, it is Makru to remain silent as an ibadat. A person is going to, obviously, there are people around him, he's going to sometimes say something, ask something. He's eating with somebody, obviously, he's he's not going to remain dumb. But, over and above those little moments that a person will talk something, he'll say something. The rest of our time, we dedicate it in the manner that becomes useful for us to attain this objective. And one of the biggest obstacles in that is idle talk. Where we start forming some groups and start sitting around and talking things. So it starts start off sometimes on a very, very innocent note. Sometimes starts off on a good note. And then before we know it, it has gone into layani talk, into futile talk. And then before we know it, we already gone into haram talk. Imagine in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we've gone into ribat, We've gone into other haram talk. Sometimes vulgar kind of things are being spoken so that is totally something that destroys the whole object of اتقاف, the whole purpose of etikaf, that a person, that rebirth that you would have made outside the masjid that is extremely harmful and destructive but it is not as destructive as the rebirth made inside the masjid the rebirth inside the masjid is far worse that futile talk which was outside the masjid is not as harmful as the futile talk inside the masjid. So the person who is not in a'tekaf and talking futile things, he is harming himself less compared to the person in a'tekaf and talking futile things inside the masjid. So we have come for an objective, we have come for a purpose, we have come to acquire great wealth. And this great wealth requires that we keep ourselves away from anything and everything that will create this distraction. If you look in the lives of our Kabir, how they dedicated themselves to acquire ilm, to acquire the objectives. the Tamir, alayhi, during his study days, now we are talking about ten days, we are talking about one short period, nine days or ten days, to try and keep ourselves focused. And keep ourselves away from all the distractions. The phone and other things, whatever else... To try and shut all these things completely, we need to make some call out of necessity. At the time of needing to make that call, a person makes that, puts it on, makes that call, just whatever's necessary needed to inquire and shuts it off, finish. Don't keep it on because if it stays on, it will create distraction. So we're talking about this very short period of time. This nine days, ten days. Here we are not talking about nine days and ten days. We're talking about seven, eight years in his study days while he was studying well those days was letter writing so people would write to him his immediate family would write to him others would write to him he had one little earthen pot as soon as any letter came without opening it he would put it inside the pot without opening it and days would go weeks would go months would go when the year finished off at the end of the year, now it's the annual, <coughs> Madhisa is closed, the annual vacation, Ramadan. So before Ramadan, 10, 15 days before Ramadan, and everything will now shut down. Then he will now open that pot. And he will take out all these letters. Some letter was from somebody that so and so got married. So he will write one little reply, give him Mubarak Baad. He already got married 10 months ago. Somebody was giving some news, they had a child give him some dua, somebody passed away, so he'll write one taziyat note to whoever the person, family, whatever. So all these things he would do now at the end of the year so that this whole year, even his mind must not be distracted in the least but by the news that comes. And news of what nature, of this nature. But then they achieved something. Then they became the luminaries of the time. They achieved that objective of أَن تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ كَأَنَّكَ تَرَاهِ فَإِن لَمْ تَرَاهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَرَاكَ So this is an objective, this is a goal. We have come to acquire something. So to acquire it, there's a process. And in order to acquire that, we have to now dedicate ourselves to the process. So this requires that we seclude ourselves from the outside world. And keeping our lines open with the outside world, obviously this is going to distract us, Then we are not going to be able to achieve our objective. So we have made the intention, alhamdulillah, this is what we have come to achieve. Together with the intention, we have to make the correct effort. Part of this correct effort is, Amlik عَلَيْكَ Controlling the tongue, avoiding all kinds of futile talk, and all kinds of unnecessary conversations. As we said, there will be some points, you are going to be, not that a person has to now become totally without a word, like he has lost his speech, and he'll be still happy, cheerful, he'll still be his normal self, but he'll avoid unnecessary talk. He's eating, he's having a small little uh, conversation with somebody by all means, but thereafter the little groups that sometimes we make, the conversations that start in that manner, this is something to be totally avoided. And as we said, that all the other things that distract us, especially the cell phone, which has unfortunately become the biggest, one of the biggest distractions of the time. So we have to be hyper careful about that while in the masjid, while in اتقاف. So the first thing Nabi sallallahu mentioned in this, amlik عَلَيْكَ لِسَانَكْ The second thing, wal وَالْيَسَعَكَ baytuk Let your home be sufficient for you. Here in اتقاف, that is already the case, that we can't leave, otherwise what it refers to is, that without necessity, dhini necessity or worldly necessity, a person doesn't just keep moving outdoors. Unfortunately, this too is sometimes like a feather in somebody's cap. This is a very, quite an outdoor person. Outdoor person, he goes about all over the place. So that has become like a feather in the cap. Nabi Salaam is saying, "Well, وَلْيَسَعَكَ to Be indoors. Being an outdoor person without dhini or worldly necessity is not a feather in the cap. We should regard it as our weakness. Make istighfar from it, my weakness. I should have been indoors, my weakness. But in any case, in اتقاف, automatically we have to be indoors. We have to be within the space and the boundary of the masjid. So وَلْيَسَعَكَ بَيْتُكُ And the third very very important thing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, wabki ala khati'atik, And cry over your sins. One is to make istighfar, but the manner in which is expressed, wabki ala khati'atik. Cry over your sins. Express deep remorse and regret. That cry comes out of remorse, out of regret. What did I do? How could I have done this? After all the favors Allah Ta'ala showed upon me, after all His ni'mat and bounties, and after all the clemency of Allah Ta'ala, after all His tolerance, despite His qudrat, that he could have snatched me at that moment, he could have taken me to task at that instant. And yet Allah Ta'ala gave me so much respite, and then I still carried on. To so think about it in those terms, and to feel that utter remorse, that deep regret, and to shed tears of repentance, this is the requirement of اعتقاف. And together with that, then the rest of it, the ibadat that we will try to inshallah maximize. <coughs> Over and above the ibadat, obviously, the, it starts off with our first salah. This is not just something for ataqaf, but for us to now focus on how we can try and inculcate these things from now till after ataqaf and continuously. Our first salah, those of us who are in ataqaf, then there shouldn't be one salah as far as possible, not one salah that we miss with takbir ulah we are in the Masjid. We are in the house of Allah Taala. We should be making every effort to be ready for Salah long before Salah, oh no. before Azan. Sa'id Ibn Musayyab Rahimahullah, Sayyidut tabieen says for forty years, last fazal, for forty years, haven't missed one Takbirahula. For forty years, and then twenty years out of those forty years passed in such a way that it never happened in those twenty years that the azan started and he was not already in the masjid. And this was something you know. akabir, Hazrat Gangway Rahmatullah on one occasion, there was a jalsa somewhere, and after the gathering was over, now he was that personality of that nature, crowds thronged around him, and they started greeting him, and in the meantime, the iqamat started. So now he was trying to move away from this crowd around him. Somehow he managed to come out and rushed. But By the time he came, the Salah had already commenced. After the Salah, we can just see that he is in a state of total grief. People are perplexed. What has happened? Like somebody has lost some very close person. He is in total grief. So finally somebody took the courage to ask him, what has happened? So when they insisted with a lot of sorrow, he said, "Inna lillah, Today after 22 years, I've missed my takbir-ulah. After 22 years, I've missed my takbir-ulah. Once, <laughs> Muhammad, Khalil Ahmad, Saharun, Puri, he was making wudu, and now he realized that his gum is bleeding. So now he's trying to stem it, because now he needs to complete his wudu, but it's not stopping. And carried on and on, eventually finally now the time for salah came, the Jamaat was now about to start 15-20 minutes has gone but this is still carrying on, so he had no option but to tell everybody now carry on, don't wait for me because I don't know how long this will still carry on bleeding, so after this salah was over he managed to finally it stopped. he came, made his wuzu and joined but again they saw him in the similar condition in complete grief, asked him, what happened? They say six years have passed and I hadn't missed any takbir Today as a result of this bleeding, I missed my takbir <coughs> Hazrat Miyaji Noor Muhammad Sahib who is one of the Akabir in our silsila, 30 years passed, he hadn't missed his takbir Now these are examples for us. We have this time in these 10 days, we are in the masjid. And even if we are not in the masjid, those of us making nafirat al whatever the case is, but these are things that we have to now aspire towards. This ihsan that we are trying to reach, this consciousness, that when the azan has gone, now for a person to still not respond, like one Buzruk gave somebody nasihat, he says, don't be such a poor servant and slave of Allah, and such a weak servant of Allah, that you only come after you are called. Sometimes come without being called already. You haven't yet been called and you came away. Like a person, now his father, he only waits when the father calls for him, then he'll come to say, what, what can I do? But he never comes on his own to say that, is there something can I do? So that is not regarded as somebody doing something remarkable. He's called, so he came, alhamdulillah he came, but that's not something remarkable. But remarkable is he came without being called. Is there something I can do? So the remarkable thing is that a person is ready for salah before wazan already. But the least is when the muazzin from the side of Allah Taala is called Hayal Al Salah, haya ala Al Fala. Now he's still involved in something else and he's still waiting, well there's still fifteen more minutes, we'll see now. Then this doesn't behove of a person who's trying to acquire an ta'bu dalla anna ka Tara, Fa' illam ta فَإِنَّهُ fa Somebody who wants to achieve that consciousness of Allah Taala, achieve that love of Allah Ta'ala achieve that nearness of Allah Ta'ala, then this does not behove. So in the month of Ramadan, and now we are in a'tikaf, we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala, then this should never be the case. Something beyond our control is beyond our control. Something that is not in a person's control, he is obviously not accountable for that. But other than that, for something that is within our control, that should never become the reason for us having missed, that biraullah, having missed one rakat, we should be before time, ready for every salah. Then together with this, inshallah we'll discuss perhaps on some other occasion, but just so that we have these things in front of us, what we should be spending our time in, as we explained, of Together with that, we have to keep developing this consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, with this muraqabah and meditation of the Mayat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is present. Allah Ta'ala is aware. Wa huwa ma'akum ainama kuntum. The Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, He is with you wherever you are. Allah Ta'ala is fully aware. So to keep before our salah, for example, we've completed our sunnats, we are sitting now waiting for the salah to commence. So that time we should not be sitting idly. That is a time to now keep developing this consciousness. مَعِي <الصدور> Allah. مَعِي sudur. Allah knows the deception of the eye, what the heart conceals. We're repeating this ayat in our mind. alam bi anna Allah yara. Does he not know that Allah Ta'ala is seeing, Allah is watching, repeating this ayat in our heart, over and over again, to develop this consciousness. Allah is watching, Allah is aware. Allah Ta'ala knows what's passing my heart, what I'm thinking about. So when this will be done repeatedly, over time, over these nine, ten days, inshallah, this is something we will be able to continue with, even after. And Allah Ta'ala, out of His grace, our efforts, our whatever we will do is so feeble, so weak, we cannot expect to achieve anything out of our efforts. But when we will make even the mere just imitation of an effort, Allah Ta'ala's mercy is all encompassing, Allah Ta'ala's mercy is limitless on our mere imitation of an effort. inshallah Allah Ta'ala will shower His grace. Allah Ta'ala will grant us our objective. Wa Ta'ala make it easy for one and all to spend this time correctly, enable us to use it all the time that Allah Ta'ala has given us in a way that we will earn His pleasure, earn our forgiveness and earn this great and essential quality of Ihsan wa akhiru dawana hamdulillahi Beside the In the Hadith Sharif, it is reported that a person who recites La ilaha illallah 100 times daily, Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamat. What this means is that with the barakah of this daily recitation, Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions. And by means of the righteous actions, inshaAllah, he will be blessed with this great honor on the day of Qiyamah, that his face will shine like the 14th moon. This is actually a certificate that he is a Jannati. Because such a person will be granted this honor who is going to Jannat. So this is a very great benefit of reciting La Ilaha Illallah 100 times daily, while here in Atikaf we will be making it in this manner jointly. But the purpose is that this becomes a part of our daily routine. That daily we are making the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, reciting the kalima, reciting other tasbihat. So this is something to be done daily, not only when we are in a Atikaf, or only when we are in some program, but daily we should be doing this. When reciting La Ilaha, imagine that everything besides Allah Ta'ala, we have taken out of our hearts. All the ghayrullah, all the filth, all the dirt, all the haram, all the evil, all the unlawful passions and desires, all the illicit things that are in our hearts, every haram thought that we had Brought into this heart deliberately, all these things we have taken and thrown away like a whole lot of filth that is coming out of our heart. And illallah, there is this noor that is coming and filling our hearts, which is the love of Allah ta'ala. With this consciousness, inshaAllah, this will make our zikr more effective. And another muraqabah that can be adopted as well is la ilaha illallah, laisa Salaha hijabun dunallah. That la ilaha illallah, there is no barrier that can prevent this La ilaha illallah from reaching Allah ta'ala. So, a person saying La ilaha illallah is imagining this La ilaha illallah has gone straight to the arsh and this Noor is descending, which is filling the heart, which is the love of Allah ta'ala. <coughs> La ilaha illallah. محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرة يا رب صل وسلم لنا أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله لا اله
1: الله Inna Ilaha <laughs> inna la inna 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 la ilaha illa la ilaha illa la La ilaha in la in la in la in la in in La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha Allah illallah, Nah in aha in a lah, Nah in aha in a lah, Nah in aha in a lah. Muhammadun Rasulullah,
0: Sallallahu Tabaraka, what I am, I lay he was seldom. Dilmirahu
1: Tuhituhu, Tuhituhu, Tuhituhu. غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر
0: تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ Namasia خلق میں کوئی نہیں گوندکن دان تو بھی مگر غفار
1: رب La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la Muhammadun Rasulullah,
0: Right, recite Allah a hundred times with this in mind that just as there's a tongue in our mouths that's saying Allah, there's a tongue in the heart that is also saying Allah. And this Allah is emanating from the depth of our heart and everything around us. This is also all echoing with Allah. This is the consciousness with which we will say, Make the tasbih of Allah a hundred times.
1: الله الله جل جلاله عن منواه الله 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 اللہ اللہ کیسا پیارا نام
0: ہے عاشقوں کا مینہ جز آسمہم دم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود آہ را جز آسمہم دم نبود راز را غیر خدا محرم نبود ilahi <laughs> bandaran uswam kun gar badam man sir ilahi bandaran uswam kun gar badam man sir man pedam kun har tamanna dil se rukhsat ho hartamanna dil se rukhsat ho gayi ab to aa ja ab to khulwat ho basti allah
1: allah 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 La ilaha illallah muhammadun rasoolullah
0: Sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sallam Allah laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu Allahumma la nuhsithanan an alayik Ante kama asnitha ala nafsik Allahumma laka alhamdu hamdan dawamik Wa laka hamdan khalidan ma'a khuludik Wa laka alhamdu hamdan la Muntaha lahu duna mashiyatik ولك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد بعد الرضا اللهم لك الحمد كما تحب وترضى عدد ما تحب وترضى اللهم لك الحمد ملء السماوات وملء الارض وملء ما بينهما وملء ما شئت من شيء بعد جزى الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ولمنا أنفسنا ولمنا أنفسنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم والسلامة من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ظلمنا انفسنا ولمنا انفسنا ولمنعا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين انْتَ مَوْلَانَا فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ رَبَّنَا هَبْ لَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنٍ وَاجْعَلْنَا للمتقين, لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا وجعلنا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا وجعلنا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا رَبَّنَا فَاغْفِرْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَكَفِّرْ عَنَّا سَيِّئَاتِنَا وَتَوَفَّنَا مَعَ الْأَبْرَارِ رَبَّنَا وَآتِنَا مَا وَعَدتَّنَا عَلَى رُسُلِكَ وَلَا تُخْزِنَا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ انك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة, والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم إنا نسألك من الخير كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه ما لم نعلم ونعوذ بك من الشر كله عاجله وآجله ما علمنا منه ما لم نعلم إله العالمين يا الله oh, Most Merciful Most Gracious Most Kind most <laughs> loving Allah. alamin, ya Allah. We are your most sinful servants, ya Allah. Ya we're acknowledging all the wrongs we have done, ya Allah. Ya Allah, we can hide nothing from you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what we have done, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what our tongues have spoken, ya Allah. ya Allah. you know where our eyes have looked, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you know what our ears have listened to, Ya Allah. Where our feet have walked to, Ya Allah. What our hearts have thought about You, Ya Allah. Illahul Alameen, we are acknowledging all our faults and sins, Ya Allah. Illahul Alameen, we are deeply regretful for you have done, Ya Allah. Allah. after all your favors and bounties upon us, Ya Allah. All your ni'mas that are showered upon us every moment, Ya Allah. We were so ungrateful that we used all your bounties against you ya allah we used all your bounties to break your commands ya allah illahul alamin we deeply regret what we have done ya allah illahul alamin forgive us ya allah allah forgive us ya allah allah forgive us ya allah ya allah show down your rahmat upon us ya allah ya allah show down your maghfirah upon us ya allah allah forgive our families ya allah forgive our friends ya allah forgive our relatives ya allah forgive the entire ummat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam forgive the ummat ya allah forgive the ummat yalla. Allah forgive the Ummati Allah. Lalabin, show down your ummat, ya Allah. Ya Allah. the Ummat is crying out, Ya Allah. Ya Allah the children of the Ummat are crying, ya Allah. Allah, the weak people of the ummah are crying, Ya Allah. Ilahul <inaudible> the acknowledging all this is the result of our sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, it's our evil deeds that are bringing yeah. down the rot, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive the entire ummah. Ya Allah. Allah, bring down your Rahmat, Ya Allah. Give us the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your Rahmat, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from those amal that bring down Azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us this tawfiq of making sincere tawbah, Ya Allah. Ilahul <inaudible> Alameen, we are repenting from all the wrong we have done, Ya Allah. Ilahul <inaudible> Alameen, we deeply Regretted, Ya yeah Allah. Ya Allah, we are firmly resolving not to go back to it in future, Ya Allah. Allah alamin accept our Tawbah Ya Allah. Allah accept our Tawbah Ya Allah. Allah keep us steadfast on this Tawbah Ya Allah. Ya Allah keep us steadfast on this Tawbah Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from all sin, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. save us from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the sins of the ears, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the tongue, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. Save us from the sins of the heart, Ya Allah i purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah give us قلب salim, Ya Allah. Allah make our hearts shining and purified, Ya Allah. Allah forgive all the evil you have done, Ya Allah. alamin, grant us the tawfeeq of obeying you every moment of our life, Ya Allah. Allah save us from all the evils, Ya Allah. Allah save us from the temptations of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. alamin, save us from becoming muscles of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah forgive all the major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Allah convert our wrongs into good deeds, ya Allah. Ya Allah, convert our sins into good deeds, ya Allah. Allah you have said, Hasanat. That there will be some whose sins will get converted into good deeds, ya Allah. convert our sins into good deeds for us, ya Allah. ya Allah. you forgive us, ya Allah. Allah, you keep us, keep us far away from all haram, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from everything that displeases you, ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us be in your pleasure every moment of our life, ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify our hearts of all the evils, ya is, Allah. Remove the pride and malice from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the jealousy and hatred from our hearts, Ya Allah. Illahu remove the arrogance from our hearts, Ya Allah. remove the miserliness from our hearts, Ya Allah. remove the hard heartedness from us, Yah Allah. Um, ya Allah grant us your love, Ya Allah. Allah grant us your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your Muhabbat, Ya Allah. Illahu you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, you make us yours, Ya Allah. You like「um, Illahu become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Illahu for too long we have been the slaves pe- ez- Clan- of nafs nf- food- shrinking- and Shaitan Ya Allah. Ya Allah you make us totally your slaves, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Allah. Fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the Muhabbad of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam. Fill our hearts with the Muhabbad of the Sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam sallam. Illahu la Allah. Let us adopt the sunnah way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam. Save us from the ways of the Yahood and Nasarah. Illahu ala Allah, bin Allah. put the hatred of the ways of Yahood and Nasara in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with Tawadu and humility, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with forgiveness, ya allah flow our hearts with ya allah give us the good akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah save us from all the evils ya allah remove all the evil traits from us ya allah grant us all the beautiful noble characteristics of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya allah give us the tawfiq of performing our salah with khushu and khudu ya allah enable us to perform our five time salah with jamaa ya allah enable us to perform our salah with takbir ul ya allah enable us perform such a salah which you are pleased with ya allah ilahul alamin save us from yalla. Ya Allah, performing such a salat that the salat curses us, ya Allah. allah alamin ya Allah, enables us to fulfill all the obligations of deen, ya Allah. allah alamin keep us on sirat al mustaqeem ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us on sirat al mustaqeem ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the deviation, ya Allah. Save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. allah alamin ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this mubarak month, ya Allah, whatever ibadah was done, accept it, ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept it out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah. Nothing is worthy of being presented to you, ya Allah. Out of your mercy and grace, accept it, ya Allah ilahu alamin, make it a means of our najat ilahu ala'ala bin forgive all the mistakes and shortcomings ya Allah ya Allah whatever time is left ya Allah enable us to use it correctly ya Allah ya Allah we have come in your house out of your grace ya Allah ya Allah only you brought us ya Allah ya Allah we are most undeserving ya Allah ilahu alamin, despite being undeserving you have blessed us with this favor ya Allah ya Allah we cannot make enough shukr for this ya Allah allahu ma la nuhsithana an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik anta kama athnayta nafsik, ilahul a'lamin, ya Allah out of your grace you brought us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the great wealth of taqwa as well, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the wealth of ihsan, ya Allah. Allah. Make us forever conscious of you, ya Allah. Allah. Let this consciousness be forever in our hearts and minds, ya Allah. Allah. Let it govern over every action and deed, ya Allah. Let it govern over every word, ya Allah. ilahul a'lamin, let everything be solely for your pleasure, ya Allah. ilahul a'lamin, let every word be for your pleasure, ya Allah. Let every action be for your pleasure, Allah let every thought be for your pleasure ya Allah, ilahul alameen ya Allah ya Allah at the time of our death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah, muhammad rasulullah, ya Allah take us on towbat an nasuh, ya Allah take us on Imani kamil ya Allah, ya Allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya Allah ya Allah save us from the th- Ya Allah, traps of shaitan at that critical time, ya Allah. Ilahul al-Alamin, only with your help we can be saved, ya Allah. Ilahul al-Alamin, ya Allah, make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa Ya Allah, let him be happy to see us on that day, ya Allah. Ilahul al-Alamin, there will be some people, Nabi Salaam, will be saying to them, suhkan, suhkan, that get away from here. Ya Allah, save us from being among that group, ya Allah. Ilahul al-Alamin, if the Salaam chases us, who can save us then, ya Allah. Ya Allah, what do we come away result then, ya Allah. the be displeased with us, ya Allah. Allah bin, save us from the displeasure of the beast, Allah sallallahu on that day, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us his shafaat and intercession, ya Allah. Allah, give us jannat al-firdaus, without any reckoning, ya Allah. Ya Allah, there is nothing we can present, ya Allah. Allah Allah bin, we can got nothing to give an account of, ya Allah. All we have is weaknesses and sins and faults, ya Allah. Allah Allah bin, without his kitab give us jannat al-firdaus, ya Allah. Allah bin, ya Allah. Ya yeah, Allah, all those who have passed away, fill their graves with nur, Ya yeah, Allah. Ya yeah, Allah, for all families and throughout the ummah, those who have passed away, make their complete, maqfirah, mm-hmm. Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill their graves with nur, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them the high stages in the akhirah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, give them jannah to refer Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, those of our parents who are living, Ya Allah, give them barakah in their lives, barakah in their health, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to serve them in an jannah through service to them, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah, fill their graves with nur, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill their graves with nur, Ya Allah, make their complete, maqfirah, Ya allah رب ya allah, give them a special place in ala iliyin ya allah allah grant them a special place in jannatul firdaus ya allah all those who are sick give them shifaa kamila Ajila, mustamirrah daima all those in any kind of hardships and difficulties remove their difficulties ya allah grant afia to one and all ya allah allah ummati ya allah the Ummat is being persecuted, Ya Allah. The Ummat is being mercilessly murdered, Ya Allah. All this is due to our sins and deeds, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are still begging for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. We are still begging for your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah. Muslims, ya Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the oppression of the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them hidayat as well, Ya Allah. Allah, if he died, not decreed for them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Ilawal alamin bring such a punishment on them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that entire world takes a lesson, Ya Allah. Allahumma shattit shamlahum. Allahumma mazzik jam'ahum. Allahumma dummir diyarahum. Allahumma khalif bayna kalimatihim. Wa zalzil akdamahum. Wa anzil bihim wa asaka la tarudhu anil qawm اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم خذهم اخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم اهلكهم كما اهلكت عاد وثمود اللهم اهلكهم كما اهلكت عاد الله, لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله يلا تك بدي يودا كرايغوف ده الله لا حول ولا الله Ilahul yeah Ya Allah, indeed this is all the result of our a'mal, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ilahul remove the oppression from the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin Ya Allah, remove the poverty from the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, remove the suffering of the Muslims, Ya Allah. Ilahul Ya Allah, protect the iman and amal of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Protect the life and wealth and honor of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin Ya Allah, save us and save every person, Ya Allah. Ilahul enable us to do that which will please you, Ya Allah. Ilahul remove all the difficulties of one and all, Ya Allah to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, for too long we have followed our nafs and desires, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, let us now be obedient to you alone, Ya Allah. save us from becoming the slaves of our nafs and desires, Ya Allah. save us from the traps of shaitan, Ya Allah. you guide us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Allah, save us and protect us like the little babies looked after Ya Allah. you look after us, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us in your protection ya allah ya allah you keep us in your safety ya allah ya allah you protect our families, ya allah ya allah you protect our friends and relatives ya allah ya allah protect the entire ummat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ila alalameen all those who ask us to make dua for them ya allah fulfill all their pious aspirations ya allah fulfill all their needs from the ghaib ya allah remove all their difficulties of dunya and akhirat ya allah grant them the best of dunya and the best of akhirat ya allah ila alalameen ya allah all the good that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for ya allah we are also asking for all that good ya allah whatever rasulullah some sort of refuge from ya allah give us protection as well ya allah allahumma inna nasaluka min khairima wa muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adha'ka muhammad sallallahu alayhi Wasallam anta mustaan wa al-balaagh wa la hawla wa illa billahi wa ta'ala khalqihi muhammad wa وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ